The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss some emerging B2B trends. Joining us is Steve Ohanians, who's the co-founder and CEO of Web Inertia, which is a full-service Silicon Valley-based digital agency with offices in San Jose and San Francisco. Go Giants! With 20 years' experience in delivering award-winning results for its clients, Web Inertia specializes in building strategic digital brands and web experiences specifically for B2B technology companies. Yesterday, Steve and I talked about his rankings for the top B2B tech websites, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about some emerging B2B marketing trends. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Steve Ohanians, the co-founder and CEO of Web Inertia. Steve, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here again. Excited to have you here. You know, yesterday we talked about how to rank the top B2B tech websites, and you basically built a scoring mechanism that looks at the Fortune 500 and breaks down basically what their homepage is doing. Is the navigation good? Are they talking about themselves? Is the content relevant? Is it interesting? Are people responding to it? Time on site. So you've helped build and have monitored what's happening with B2B tech websites for years. And I'm curious to know a little bit about what you're seeing, not necessarily from the website development stage, but in marketing, what are some of the B2B marketing trends that you've observed since you're monitoring the top sites? I want to preface this that part of what we do and what we actually believe in is the website, especially for like a B2B or a B2B SaaS organization is the most important, arguably the most important or the largest brand point for their customers and buyers, right? Especially since the pandemic is one of the most integral parts of a B2B buyer's journey. And in fact, I was doing my research on you and you had a great podcast on the rise of millennials and Gen Zs as a new B2B buyer. So there was a recent trust radius, I believe I wanna say, report that said 60% of buyers now are millennials. So apparently we've moved out of our parents' house and we're actually getting our own jobs now. Good for us, millennials. We're adults. Yeah, and the Gen Zs are climbing up there too. So we're all adults. So that pivot to digital experiences for marketing and sales and support is here to stay. And it's kind of funny where we've been talking about digital transformation, digital first. 
forever, but it took a pandemic to really set it in motion. So companies are realizing how much more reach they have with virtual or digital experiences versus an in-person one. And with the millennials and Gen Zs actually making that their, in fact, that same report said that it's the number two decision-making tool for going with a B2B organization and is slightly behind getting a live demo. And if you're not doing live demos and you're doing your demos on your website, so your website is your number one decision-making tool for these new millennials making decisions. So it's very important for you to have a very strategic approach to what you're doing with your website. So let's talk a little bit about that, because I think one of the biggest trends that I've seen is that consumers are becoming more self-directed. They're not going through the sales process as often. It's, it's harder to get consumers in B2B tech to take a demo. They're going to G2, to Trust Radius. Maybe they're going to a podcast to do their research on the industry. And then once they're ready for specific questions about use cases, maybe they'll talk to sales. I think that's a huge trend specifically in B2B tech. Are you seeing the same thing? And how are marketers helping their consumers or their prospects when they're trying to be more self-directed? Yeah, I think that is a huge trend. It's part of the same thing that we're talking about. The It's not about these in-person events or these relationships with salespeople. You're looking at review sites. You're doing your research as much as you can. You're looking at customers. You're looking at their experience with the product before you even talk to them. So I think those all play a big role. What we see is that's the awareness stage, right? But when it comes to the actual decision-making stage, that's still all mostly online. So yeah, it is a big trend. It's something that folks need to be aware of as what was just maybe five or six years ago is not true as far as how folks go through that funnel to hopefully do business with you. So outside of consumers being more self-directed, what are some of the other big trends that you're seeing? Another pandemic-related thing that was kind of interesting for us is so we, again, we pay attention to website trends. And after years of pushing mobile-first approach for a lot of things, desktop statistics exploded because of working from home. I think we've seen a 30% increase in desktops accessing B2B websites versus mobile devices. And that initial mobile first approach, oh, let's think about the mobile experience first and then go for desktop. That's kind of actually changing for us. And I think some of that is here to stay. I think with desktop, especially the trends of working from home is staying. I think desktops can help you create more reach experiences for the audience. And especially, again, for B2B SaaS, it's not like you're adding a pair of sunglasses to your cart and checking out. These are big investments with serious decisions. So kind of thinking about these bigger experiences on for them on the website is something that we've seen. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? 
Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about e-commerce. You mentioned while you're not putting a $5 ice cream cone or, or whatever it is in your cart. B2B SaaS companies generally have thousands of dollars of products. Are you seeing more people that are willing to go through an e-commerce type experience to buy large ticket items? Or is it still more of a sales and invoicing type medium that's driving revenue? depends on the price point, right? Like if it's below $1,000, I think the e-commerce works. I think when you start talking about, let's say monthly, if we're talking about like a SaaS product, if it's a few hundred dollars, I think that e-commerce system still works, a few hundred dollars a month. But if it starts going higher than that, it's again, a longer sales process that requires demos and additional things instead of just making that purchasing decision. All right, give me one last hot tip before I let you go. For the B2B marketers that are out there, what can they do to expedite the growth of their website? Artificial intelligence and machine learning, that's a big trend that we're seeing. Actually, the future is now when it comes to those. There's a lot of tools to help improve your B2B website experience, everything from using AI and personalization where the AI machine learning is learning user behaviors and journeys and personalizing content recommendations. There's AI tools and actual content generation where it can do all your content research, provide topic timeliness, generate content outlines for you. There's obviously AI in conversational chats like chatbots and drifts and things like that. But the other thing that we're seeing a lot of our clients use is AI and A-B testing and experimenting and seeing variations on page layouts and content and uh, placement of call to actions and designs and serving what's more effective from the learnings that it has. So those are some of the areas that we see as growing trends. Like you said, the future is now when it comes to the marketing of B2B tech websites. Steve, I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us a little bit about your thoughts on what's happening for B2B tech. Thank you so much for having me here. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Steve Ohanians, the co-founder and CEO of Web Inertia. If you'd like to get in touch with Steve, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Steve Ohanians. That's S-T-E-V-E-O-H-A-N-I-A-N-S. Or you could visit his company's website, which is webinertia.com. W-E-B-E-N-E-R-T-I-A.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. 
Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.